0: Dancing around already. Uh, love that movie. Uh, that's from Pulp Fiction. I don't know if you remember that. I haven't actually seen it. Oh my goodness! I'm terrible
1: with movies. My friends will attest to this. I have not seen a lot of like like Shawshank Redemption, you like seen Green Mile. I haven't seen like a heap of Pulp Fiction, Ghost. There's like a heap that I haven't oh, seen don't. that I
0: probably should have. But you don't really need to go and see a Ghost. <laughs> it's just that one scene, really. <laughs> Who knew Clay could be so erotic? <laughs> uh, a great show. We've got an absolutely massive pack show. This show is called Dead Set Legends, not because of you or I, Margot, because of the people that we get on. I'm just going to throw some names at you. What if I said I've got a, a large portion of Wally Lewis coming at you today? Oh wow, I'm the King. Not sure whether to be frightened or excited. <laughs> I didn't say what beast did I? <laughs> <laughs> Joey Johns. Wow, well, not yes. everybody's favourite up here, but still an immortal nonetheless. See, I went to the Channel Nine uh, NRL launch in Sydney. The Channel Nine were nice enough to fly me down, and so I could cover oh, that's the event. Lovely. Um, we both had jobs to do this week Mine was to get some chats for the show From the Channel 9 NRL launch So yep. uh, managed to get some great interviews With Wally Lewis, Joey Johns, JT uh, Rabs, the, you know one of the greatest commentators In sporting history in Australia So we're going to play those over the next couple of weeks Just giving their predictions for season 2018 uh, What was your job?
1: Uh, well, I went to the Broncos season launch last night, and I sort of, uh, you know, had the opportunity to to mm. be there, Every you know, just as a there. friend, and you know, as part of the the history of the club. Mm. But then I also had my work hat on, and yep. you know, all content is radio content. Um, debatable. Uh, but I got like cold feet and got scared, and had too many champagnes, and and then I didn't end up talking to anyone other than my bestie, who was happy to record something for me. Hang so on, so we'll listen to that later. of all
0: the Broncos playing <laughs> list. Every player there, who have you got for me?
1: Rachel (laughs) Sidey. The amazing wife of Sam Sidey. Like, nobody wants to talk to Sam. She talks to the media all the time. They want to talk to the girls. They want to know what's going down.
0: All right, so I've gone and got two immortals, and (laughs) no offence to Rachel. She's wonderful. She's lovely. (laughs) Okay, well, that's... uh, I feel like someone's maybe just doing a bit more heavy lifting than someone else. I tried to
1: mix business with pleasure, and pleasure overrode the business side of things.
0: Well, that's interesting. Uh, another legend, of course, is our very own Marto Greg Martin, who was just a, a stalwart with the Queensland Reds, uh, played for Australia as well, uh, has been commentating for Fox Sports now for, I think, since its inception of host uh, of calling rugby union games. He was there last night calling the game where the Reds beat the Brumbies 18 to 10. A lot of people picked the Brumbies to actually uh, win the Australian Conference this year. So that's a huge win from the Reds. Marto's going to join us next from the Big Breakfast to take us all through it. This is the Dead Set Legends on Triple M. That's the choir boys on Brisbane's 104.5 Triple M, Sam Hargroves, Margot Parker dead set legends on a Saturday morning Uh, looking like a pretty dark one out there about a 50% chance of getting some showers today too so be careful if you're out on the roads today. Uh, Last week we lamented a a hard fought uh, but a a disappointing loss that the Reds suffered at the hands of the Rebels. Uh, They played with just um, one man down their their captain Scott Hingambotham was sent off they've had another send off last night Margot but it didn't stop them from getting a win over a side that a lot of people tipped to win especially the Australian Conference in the Super Rugby uh, Reds 18 to 10 winners. One man who was there was our very own Greg Marto Martin. Marto, that was a very very good win from the Reds last night against a side a lot of people are tipping big things for this year.
2: Well, tough, resilient, and gritty spring to mind is the words to describe the Reds, mate. They finished the game with six kids in the pack under the age of 21. It was not. It was. It was full of what I've termed the, coin, the uh, coined the term thorn ball. They are Brad Thorne in younger bodies, mate. It was nice and tough. No tries by the Reds. It didn't matter a stuff. They had so much field position, they kicked six penalties. And uh, it was a classic in terms of showing Queensland people, and that's what Brad Thorne loves, Stay in the fight, he keeps on saying, showing them how tough young men can be. It, it was a beauty in terms of that for future Queensland rugby because most of them are young Queensland boys, whether they're from Bowen, Rockhampton, or here around Brisbane. They were real good, mate. It was impressive, despite it wasn't spectacular rugby, but it was very impressive.
1: You speak of a young team uh, that they played last night. Uh, Thorne threw the teenager Harry Hawkins into the field with 14 minutes to go. Now, I've watched a lot of football. I never pretend to understand yeah. it or know what I'm talking about, but that was one thing that always kind of, like, I was perplexed by. I was like, why throw them out with two minutes to go? Are they really going to make the difference, or is it just to get them some game time? Why do you think he might have done that?
2: Oh, because he believes in them. You know what, new coach? Well, you take Brad Thorne. He's come in. He's gone, righto. He coached the, all a lot of these kids in the under-20s, and they had success the last two years, Queensland and Australian under-20s. And he coached them the last two seasons in NRC in the, uh, for Queensland Country, and they won the thing. So he's gone, righto. I've shown faith in them there. They've, they've repaid the loyalty there. And he's just he keeps bringing them through. And he went onto the field, and he played like a champion. Angus Scott Young was there. Now, he might have just turned 20. He came on, and his first two um, touches of the ball were magnificent. So he's decided, mate, you make a big call. You say to Quade Cooper after 72 tests, mate, you're not wanted. You know, you're know, you not letting Carmichael Hunt back into the uh, equation. And he's without George Smith, the greatest wallaby of all time. We should be getting dished up every week. But what I saw last week was real good. But what I saw last night, their scrum was the most powerful thing running around in Super Rugby at the moment. So for young kids, I'm just loving it. We have a segment on the um, Big Breakfast Accidentally Gay. I was hugging Brad Thorne (laughs) and almost leg-humping him last night. He, he was a very uncomfortable with
0: it. <laughs> I can't imagine he would have loved that too much, Marto. No, but no. Uh, The biggest story again comes out for the second week in a row, a yellow card, and oh, this one's geez. been called lunacy uh, by Jim Tucker in the Courier yeah. Mail yeah. today. It just seemed like a regulation tackle that Caleb Timu made, and he was yellow carded. What did you think of it?
2: It won't go any further. It's ridiculous, mate. Now, rugby's always been a a game of tremendous complexity, and referees often hold sway in, uh, in so many ways because there's qualitative moments in the game that they have to make a decision on. Rugby league, you count at five, you haven't scored a try, you kick. And they invent rules to make them go more complex. AFL, you can knock the ball anywhere. You've got to kick it through the sticks. Bloody rugby is so complex and these dickhead referees are making (laughs) it even worse by trying to rule. Like, it was... The blokes trained by the Broncos. He's Broncos trained Caleb Timu. He's a wonderful defender. It just got it slightly wrong and and we're down one man. They didn't thankfully they didn't get a point scored against them in that 10 minutes while he was off. Maybe we do have a problem with too aggressive because that's what Bradthorne wants but um, and it's punishing us, but they got away with it last night. And uh, i tell you what, this do t- you ever seen this Tani Tupo? He's 135 kilograms now. He came across from New Zealand about three years ago. He's played one test for the Wallabies. He is an absolute dynamo. If you get a chance to watch the Reds, he's uh, number three. He's incredible.
0: I'm looking at him now, Marto, just giving a nice little uh, palm to the mush of Henry Spate in the paper. His one leg is bigger than my whole torso. Well,
2: mate, you should see it. That's in the photo (laughs) you're looking at. You should see it in real life. He's got calves like most people's torsos. Yeah. Mate, they're, they're putting together something really special, and I'm proud. I know I, I, because we go around the world with our commentary, you're supposed to be unbiased. but I couldn't help myself last night. It was just full of grittiness, and that's what you want. Don't you want that from your footy team? They don't give up. So, and that's what we saw last night. Maybe they're not good enough on paper, and they're certainly long favourite, long underdog. But we've got a team of fighters, something to be proud of. Fight. Well, hopefully,
0: hopefully that means, Marta, that more than 11,000 can get up to their yeah. next home game because they'd be disappointed with that crowd. First home game of the year against oh. a really good side. Uh, we've got to get more people to, the, to watch the Reds, especially if they're going to fight ones out like that. And as you say, playing in a way that we can be proud of, we've got to get more numbers there.
2: Mate, you've got to rebuild trust. The thing is, they've let people down over the, over the time. People pulling the money out of their pockets, buying a jersey, going into the ground and getting disappointed year after year after year. And then uh, it's going to be a slow burn to get them back, but last night was a bloody good start.
0: Very nicely done from you as always, and you can uh, obviously we'll catch up with you 5:30 hey, yeah. Monday looking on the big the breakfast.,
2: the show. looking forward to the rest of the show today. Yes, Rachel Sidey, what an <laughs> <Yeah>. interview.
0: I <laughs> love that you Marco's listen, Margot. Th- Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and just a couple of uh, has-beens, uh, Wally Lewis and Joey Johns. We'll throw them into the mix as well, oh, Just cares. a couple of immortals. Wow. Uh, mate, always yeah. a pleasure to chat to you. Thank you for making time for us, and we'll chat to you soon.
3: See you, Sam. Bye, Margot
0: Bye-bye. Gregory Martin, Marto, you'll catch him 5:30 a.m. Monday with a big breakfast with Robin and the Moon Man. Uh, call now one triple three five three. It's time to go toe to toe. You will go head to head with someone from another suburb. Suburban pride on the line. Represent your neck of the woods. Going head to head with someone else. We've got five questions here. A prize at the end. One triple three five three. Toe to toe is next. Headset legends on Triple M. That's right. Five questions. Suburban pride on the line. We get two competitors to go head-to-head in a quiz uh, that I don't think any of us prepared today. So uh, we'll just fly off the seat of our pants. Our producer, Jack, has done a great job here with some questions for us. Uh, let's go to the phones and see we've got. Uh, Stuart from Nunda. how are you, mate?
4: Not too bad, mate. How
0: you doing? I'm very excited, as I can tell you are, too. Just test your buzzer for us, please. Your buzzer is your suburb. Nunda. There you go. I like it. Uh, Paul from Thornlands, good morning to you. Good morning. How you going? Good, mate. Now you're at a bit of a disadvantage here. Give us just test your buzzer, please. Thornlands. It's a bit longer, isn't it?
1: No, but it's all about getting in the quickest. It always is. <laughs> Not getting out. We have five questions for you today, Stuart and Paul. Are you ready?
0: Yep. All right, let's go. Margot, take it away.
1: The brick with eyes was the nickname of which former
0: Thunder rugby Hormans. league star? Oh, oh I think it was Nanda. Lazarus. Good work, Stu. Fire up. All right, question two. Who owns the
1: highest test score by an Australian in... Oh, that's
0: Paul. Nassie Hayden. Very nicely done, mate. Do you remember what it was and who it was against?
2: Uh, about 383, I think, uh, in India.
0: Close. Oh, yeah, close. 380 versus Zimbabwe. No, like, no, no, no. That's all right. It one is. all after two questions. I like this. It's intensifying. Uh, question three, Margo. Which two boxers
1: fought in the Thriller in Manila? Oh, no. see,
0: Stuart under. Oh, now, see, Stuart got him with his name, but technically I have to go with the suburb as the buzzer. So, Paul, take it away.
4: Muhammad Ali and George Thorman.
0: No. <laughs> Stuart, you can, you can steal this one. Muhammad Ali and Joe Fraser. Yes. That's the one. 2 1 lead to Stuart after three questions. Question four. Name the NBA
1: team Aussie Ben Simmons plays for. Paul.
3: Philadelphia 76ers.
1: Mm. Yes. Look at these sports it buffs is all today.
0: tied up to a piece going into question five. It doesn't get more exciting than this. This is the tiebreaker. This is the tiebreaker. Get this right and you walk away with the chocolates.
1: Which club merged with the Brisbane Bears to form the Brisbane Lions?
0: Paul Fitzroy. Yes, Paul, take it away. You have been, you have won toe to toe today. I don't know if you've got kids or if you've been married, but I'm just going to assume that this is one of the most exciting things in your life.
4: Yep, sometimes.
0: <laughs> <have tough> <laughs> hey, uh, I don't know if you'll actually still be excited, but I'll tell you what you've won. You won two <laughs> tickets to Tough Mutter. Still a mudder virgin, hit the mud this May 19th and 20th at wood40 at toughmudder.com.au. Paul, I don't know if that means you've actually got to participate in tough mudder or you're just going to spectate. We might have to get some clarification on that, but how would you go if you had to go into tough mudder?
1: I'll give it a crack, yeah.
0: Oh, there we go. That's the spirit. Oh, just a lot, Paul. He's got a great attitude, Paul, doesn't he? Uh, Stuart, commiserations. We we don't have anything for you except uh, admiration. No problems. Thanks, mate. No worries. That's as easy as that. Toe to toe, Paul, stay on the line. Producer Jack will get your details. Uh, Toe to toe will be back next week. And coming up very soon, Margot, uh, your... Great work that you did last night at mm. the Brisbane Broncos yes. NRL season launch. Uh, where And I'd been at the Channel 9 one during mm. the week and was able to get interviews with Wally Lewis, which we'll hear later, Andrew Johns, so a couple of immortals there. Um, who did you manage to get an interview with out of all the whole playing group?
1: I got an interview with the great Rachel Thiday <laughs> wife of Sam Thide. Uh And you know what? Women in football or yep. any sport, wags, as uh-huh. they like to call them, the wives and girlfriends, we're an integral part mm. of their careers. Yes. And so I would just like to say that I think this is a very <laughs> important moment
0: in history. What's the, what's the number one hashtag we can take? We're going to find out. <laughs>
1: hashtag BFF.
0: Okay, so we're going to find out that you and Rachel Thyday are best friends. Don't miss that. It's coming up very soon. Margot one-on-one with Rachel Thide at the Broncos season launch. Then we'll get to Wally and Joey Johns a little bit later. This is the Dead Set Legends Pearl Jam now. So you know we're Hello. G'day Morgs, uh, Sam and Margot at Triple M, mate. How are you? Good yourself. Good, mate. Hey, thanks for giving you some time this good. morning on a Saturday. Really appreciate it. No worries. How'd you pull up
1: after last or yesterday, mate? Uh, our launch.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. No, no fine. It's we, good. Is it corporate lunch? Uh, yeah.
1: You guys yeah, do up cool. there.
4: Yeah. So I, I was home at three thirty in the afternoon.
1: Oh, boring. <laughs> I know. But we had the Broncos launch last night. I, I was home at 3.30 a.m. too.
4: Oh, really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good effort, then.
0: <laughs> All right, mate. yeah, hey, uh, we won't keep you for too long. You don't have any... Uh, tr- uh, there's no more trial games for you this weekend, is there? No, no. Weekend off. Yeah, beautiful. And the yeah. season are in. And I just don't have the draw in front of me. Who you got next week?
4: Cronulla on Friday night.
0: Cronulla, fr- Cronulla Friday night. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, we'll, um, we'll jump into this uh, in three, two, one... It is the Dead Set Legends on Brisbane's 104.5 Triple M. Back page of the paper today. Margot Parker, Sam Hargraves here as well. Boy, who would be king? Morgan, the heir to JT's throne after inking new $5 million deal. I'm glad they put that second part because it sort of looks like Michael Morgan wants to take Wally Lewis's crown. <laughs> assist him up there. So we better get to the bottom of what's happening here. Very, very exciting news for this man who's just uh, inked a new deal to stay at the Cowboys for the next five years, if you don't mind. Michael Morgan, good morning and congratulations on signing the new contract. Good morning. Thank you very much. How, uh, how did it all come about, mate? How's the week been and, and how are you feeling after signing um, a, a great contract like this one?
4: I oh, look Feeling very good. I'm glad it's done. I said um, I wanted it done before the season started and it, it worked out going that way, which is good. But I've known for probably a couple of weeks now that I was going to be staying. It was just um, waiting for it all to be signed and lodged and um, all ready to go before we could actually announce it.
1: And, Michael, it says that you've been officially anointed the man to lead North Queensland into a new era um, after signing this contract. You grew up a, a Townsville boy, a bit of a prodigy, you know, through the, the Cowboys' rankings. How important is it for you to stay there, having so much history with the city and the club?
4: Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, that's one reason why, uh, well, a big reason why I was, uh, you know, wanting to stay. all well, my family's here, my partner and her family are, are all still here. So, um, look, the... The whole reason the Cowboys came into the competition was so people from North Queensland didn't have to, you know, go down south to try and play in the NRL. So, um, look, I'm very fortunate and, um, you know, lucky and I'm grateful too that it's all worked out the way it has.
0: When you were sort of going through the negotiations, mate, there's been a bit of speculation about where Paul Green's going to end up and the possibility that he might uh, succeed Wayne Bennett. Uh, did that sort of, uh, did alarm bells ring for you there? Were you keen to make sure that, that Greenie was going to stick around or did you just let that stuff take care of itself?
4: No, I was hopeful. That, that was a thought and something I thought about through the whole process of it. Um, I was um, always keeping an eye on what was going on with his contract. So I had a, I did uh, sit down and have a chat with him at one stage when I was pretty close to, you know, making the decision and saying yes, just to to see what he thought his plan, plans mm. were at that stage. Um, and I know that he, you know, he's keen to stay. I think it's a bit more complicated than just, you know, him wanting to stay and then wanting to keep him. There's a bit that's going into it, I think. So, um, look, I did think about it, but um, at the end of the day, there's, you know, someone like Jason here, Jordan McLean signed for a long time here. So I think the, the culture we've got at the moment is one that can, um, you know, thrive on for years to come. And you know, it'd be great if Greenie was a part of it. If not, um, someone else could come in. But we've we've built something here, I think, that can can go into the future.
1: Michael, were there any other um, options for you in regards to maybe being lured down south? Were there any other clubs, um, you know, that showed interest, or potentially that you showed interest in, or was it always the Cowboys for you?
4: No, it was always the Cowboys. Only because um, you know, talking with my manager, we we settled along with you. The Cowboys first choice to present an offer and um, chat to them first and you know If we weren't happy with that, then yes, we'd we'd look at something else, but um, you know credit to the Cowboys They actually came and presented an offer before I was even ready and before I thought about it too much. They um, Got really on the front foot and got it started. That was during the World Cup um, So it sort of just stopped for a bit because because of the World Cup and went away on holiday so as soon as the Christmas break finished, I got straight back into it. And um, I wasn't just going to look around and go somewhere else for the sake of it. I mean, I'm happy here. There was no reason to do that. So um, it was more just then working out a, a, a deal that both sides were happy with. And I, I certainly am happy and I'm, I'm glad it's all done.
0: The uh, rumoured price tag uh, would put a fair smile on your face, mate, uh, just to get a bit of security. For the holiday, I'd imagine the next holiday you're going to take might be vastly different <laughs> to the one you just took. <laughs> Uh, key word, rumoured. <laughs> Nicely done. Very straight <laughs> bat and a high elbow there. So, hey, let's quickly just have a chat about the Cowboys. I think it was almost glossed over last year about how incredible a performance was for you guys to make a grand final without JT and Matt Scott. That's just an incredible effort to get there. I know you know that there's people don't like talking honourable losses, but this year, to have both of those guys back, you've talked about adding Jordan McLean. You looked great out on the wings. You know, Cole Felt was fantastic the other night in the trial game. You guys are looking really, really good, and you must be very, very excited. Yet surely it's a grand final, or you'd be disappointed with the uh, the season, with the team that you've got out on the park at the moment.
4: Yeah, anything less would certainly be disappointing. I mean, um, outside in, I guess everyone last year gave us big raps of making it to the grand final and saying that, you know, we did good enough just to get there. But uh, for us, it it was still very disappointing. Mm. It felt like we we missed an opportunity. Um, I mean, that's why you play the game. You're competitive and you want to be winning. And um, for us, it wasn't about who wasn't playing. It was about who was. And, um, you know, to have those few guys back with us this year, hopefully they can all stay... um, injury-free and have a great year because, um, yeah, look, I think after last year, the guys who were there all grew with confidence and um, I think, you know, Matt Scott and JT themselves mm. um, saw the team grow without them. Um, I think it's an easier transition now for them to come straight back in and everyone else take off from where they, where they left off last year. Well,
0: it's going to be a really exciting year. And my crystal ball, I reckon, not that anyone really cares, but just so you might have some confidence going forward, because I'm sure this will be really important <laughs> to you as well. I think it'll be you and the Storm again, and uh, you guys will get up in a fairy tale for JT.
4: Oh, so I hope you're right because I would like <laughs> to get there and lose two in a row. <laughs> no,
0: absolutely. Well, mate, congratulations on the new contract. Fantastic in this day and age to to be one club players, especially at your age. So congratulations on that and the loyalty that you've shown and, and the loyalty that they've shown to you too. And thanks for having a chat to us on Dead Set Legends.
4: No worries at all. Thanks very much for that. Appreciate it.
0: Good on you, mate. That was great. Thank you. Really appreciate awesome. you coming on.
1: Thanks so much, no worries, Michael. Guys.
4: Have a good weekend.
1: I'm you sure. too, hey, mate. mate.
0: Uh, all the best. The star man himself, David Bowie, on the Dead Set Legends. Brisbane's 104.5 Triple M. Sam Hargroves, Margot Parker. Tops for around 28 today, but it's a gloomy one out there, and we've got uh, a fair chance of rain. Actually, that's Byron Bays weather that I've just looked at there because I was <laughs> That's down the iPhone, there during the week. So the iPhone um, app. <laughs> it's got top of 29. So massive difference there. Probably didn't even need to say anything. Um, Margot, last night you went to the Brisbane Broncos launch. and uh, With one job and a mandate to try and get any chats uh, that we could use on the show with uh, players and or coaches or you know, Kevy's up there and Wayne Bennett maybe could have got a, a little chat with Wayne because you've got a good relationship with him. I was obviously at the Channel 9 uh, NRL season launch during the week. Um and was able to get a chat with Wally Lewis, which we'll play very soon, mm. uh, Joey John. So all their big predictions for the year. Uh, so just to remind me, who did you manage to get an interview with at the uh, Broncos season launch last night?
1: Well, may I just remind you that <laughs> sometimes you can be a bit of a pest. So I'm sure they feel <laughs> totally obliged to say yes to your interviews. However, I kind of tried to take you know, the friend route, a couple of glasses of champagne mm-hmm. and then just you know slip it in there hey by the way would you mind having it's a chat an with odd me choice of words. well i get you know whatever anyway <laughs> um i was chatting uh with Rachel Thady and i said hey babe would you mind having a chat with me on air talk about you mm. know sam and you know the season sam going Thide. forward." not,
0: not me obviously. not you sam
1: the other sam uh and and she willingly said yes and so
0: that's very that, nice of th- her and
1: you know what women are as i said women are the integral part of sportsmen because if they're not happy if we're not happy, they're not happy. Happy wife, happy life. You know, no, that's that's a good and point. And it affects mate. how they play on the field and contract Absolutely. negotiations, all that sort of stuff.
0: I thought maybe you know one of the players or, or the coaches may be a little bit more integral to, well, the, to the game. <laughs> well,
1: I did get an interview with one of the players, but
0: I hadn't used
1: voice memo before and I accidentally deleted it. So So you've
0: had a ripping. And I I did
1: actually ask Wayne, but he said no.
0: (laughs) How dare you, Wayne?
1: (laughs) I even like cuddled him. I was like, hey, Wayne, how are you, mate? You want to have a chat with me? Just secretly secretly record him. All
0: right. I don't even think he said my name. He just said, no. Okay. okay. (laughs) All right. Well, without any further ado, let's see how you went last night. I don't know how many champagnes in with a very, very big chat with Rachel Thiday. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha ha. I think we made a beer wow. packed on the dance floor So just a D&M that happened to be recorded Pretty Was much it? I love you, no I love you I'll tell you what though We're all looking forward to that next career move As revealed here And that's great stuff from you Getting the big exclusive there You that heard Sam it here first Is going to be a stripper after he <laughs> finishes, yeah, ad- as revealed by his wife Rachel Thider, that's that's very good. Well, stuff.
1: It, it's suitable because he generally, if you see, you know, the footage in the sheds after a game, before a game, he's always around in his budgie smugglers, so mm-hmm. he uh, he doesn't mind uh, showing a bit of skin. Now, Sammy,
0: well, that's a that's very nicely done from you. And uh, look, I could only muster up just a couple of you know, sort of small names: uh, Wally oh, Lewis, here we go. Uh, Joey Johns, mm-hmm. uh, Rabs Warren, mm-hmm. uh, JT, Jonathan mm-hmm. Thurston. We'll hear those two next week. But up next, part one of a, and a revealing and insightful and a deep conversation with myself and the King at the Channel 9 NRL season launch. I don't Boring. know if he'll reveal that he's <laughs> going to be a stripper when he finishes up at Channel 9, <laughs> but we'll find out what Wally thinks about the cu- upcoming season this year, who's going to win the premiership, uh, the big predictions from Wally Lewis in, in, for NRL season 2018. That's next on the Dead Set Legends. The biggest band in Australia right now, Gang of Youths. This is the desert legend, Sam Hargraves and Margot Parker on Brisbane's 104.5 Triple M. Margot, we both had jobs to do this week, didn't we? We mm-hmm. both were attending events. Uh, you attended the Broncos season launch last night uh, with a strict mandate to get as many uh, chats in the bag as you could. Who did we just chat to?
1: Well, the most important one of them all, Rachel Sidey.
0: Yep. Uh, anyone else? No. No, but yeah, it was a great chat with Rachel. She revealed that uh, Sam thought I was going to be a stripper when his career finishes up, so that was a <laughs> massive exclusive. Well, I had lots of great chats, actually. I just didn't record any of them. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I could hear it in your voice. that You were very chatty. Uh, I went to the uh, Channel 9 NRL launch in Sydney uh, during the week, and it was really nice of Channel 9 to invite me down. Actually, uh, well, I, I, I got an invite too, Sam. I just Wow, well, look, can't take everybody. Uh, <laughs> I just managed just to get a few less lights of the game. Andrew Johns, uh, Wally Lewis. Rabs Warren, JT. Boring, boring, boring. So uh, we thought we'd start at the top with the King, and I just asked them all the same set of questions, and it was just essentially crystal balling this year. And uh, we're going to hear everything from who's going to win Origin, who's going to be the New South Wales number 7, you know, second team in Queensland debate. So we just covered a whole range of issues while it was a great chat, and I started by asking him what's the one thing the NRL need to get right this year for it to be a successful season 2018. comprehensive, insightful, engaging, just a wonderful part one of a two-part chat with Wally Lewis and some surprises there, Margot. Some of his predictions, you know, going Melbourne Storm. He's a big fan of Brodie Croft. And uh, the theme of making sure that the referees get it right this year was a theme that was across every person I spoke to at the Channel 9 launch. So thanks again to Channel 9 for that. Part two of that chat we're going to do after 11 o'clock and we're going to go through Origin. We're going to go who he thinks should be the New South Wales number 7, second Brisbane team. So there are heaps still to come from Wally Lewis. Also a chat with Joey Johns. The same questions asked to him. A lot shorter answers from Joey. I was
1: going to say, that's quite unassuming of Wally because he's generally quite quiet and, you know, not overly forthcoming. Uh, but he went quite in depth there. So that was a great interview, Sam. Thank you
0: very much. Part two still to come. And we've just locked in a man who's just signed a rumoured five million dollar five five-year contract. Sorry, can you just say that again? Who locked in? Oh, sorry. Margot has locked in a chat. <laughs> With a man that just signed a rumoured $5 five-year contract to remain in Townsville. Michael Morgan is coming up after 11.30. So massive hours still to come on the Dead Set Legends. We're chatting to some of the biggest legends in the game. And uh, comedian Luke Heggie to join us at the end of the show as well. Brisbane Comedy Festival happening. Massive hours still to come. Dead Set Legends, Triple M. Another massive hour to spend with you, Sam Hargrove's Margot Parker. Let me tell you what I've got for you and you exclusively. Uh, Part two of my chat with the King, Wally Lewis. We're going to talk origin. We're going to talk second team in Brisbane. It was a great chat with Wally. He really opened up on a whole range of different issues in the game when I was getting his 2018 season predictions. We'll do the same with Joey Johns. I had a chat to him at the Channel 9 uh, NRL season launch down in Sydney. Uh, It was fantastic to have a chat. To Joey. And, of course, uh, we're going to be speaking to comedian Luke Heggie. The Brisbane Comedy Festival's on at the moment and uh, is just one of the great festivals to come to town. Uh, We'll chat to a guy who is incredibly funny, uh, Luke Heggie, coming up just before the end of the show. But, But, Margot, you've also established and managed to track down uh, a very big guest as well. Who we also who else are we speaking to this hour?
1: Well, uh, it's no news other than good news that Michael Morgan is staying at the Cowboys mm-hmm. for another five years. He has signed a
0: huge
1: deal Yes, uh, that will keep him in Townsville where he grew up and has been raised and is looking forward to uh, playing the rest of his career there.
0: Another great get from you, just using your contacts to get us some of the biggest names on Dead Set Legends. So Michael Morgan to join us very shortly as well. Let's quickly have a look at the Saturday scoreboard because heaps of sport happening uh, at that time. A year again. Super Rugby last night, of course, the Reds in a gritty win. We spoke to Mardo earlier from the Big Breakfast about that uh, eighteen to ten winners over the Brumbies, they even went a man down again, but still hang on, hung on to win uh, in a in a really tough slog at Suncorp. Uh, AFLW, Margot, how'd the the Lions go last night, please? Yeah,
1: the girls defeated Melbourne uh, 28, uh, got defeated, sorry, by Melbourne uh, 28 to 34 at the Casey Fields.
0: Yeah, that uh, puts them at two losses uh, for the season. And so it's going to be very, very tight at the top to get, you've got to finish top two to play in the grand final. That's how the AFLW works. So they can't afford to lose another game for the rest of the year, the Lions women. Uh, Stumps at day two uh, in South Africa. The first test, Australia were all out for 351. Mitch Marsh falling agonisingly close to, I think it would have been his second ton in a row. 96 for him. Steve Smith made 56. Uh, Maharaj uh, took five wickets uh, in South Africa's first innings. They're currently two for 40. Uh, is it supercars starting this weekend?
1: Yeah, the Clipsal 500 is on down in um, Adelaide. I think, is it the Adelaide 500 now, not Clipsal. I don't know. Anyway, Adelaide Corey wanted to go and I said no, uh, <laughs> unless I was going with him. <laughs> <laughs> I love the V8s and I never get to go to do stuff like that. So I said I wanted to come with him and then it didn't work.
0: Okay, well, it looks like Shane Gisbergen uh, was first or fastest in practice. Jamie Wincup rode off his car late in the third practice session. He's going to require a massive rebuild on that car. So uh, we've still got the uh, top 10 shootout and race one will happen today. In the A-League last night, Melbourne victory, 2-1 winners over Melbourne City in front of 20,000 at Amy Park. That's a good crowd. And heaps more sport continuing today. The cricket day three will be on. Brisbane Raw tonight at Suncorp. Make sure you get up there for that. They're taking on Adelaide United. Uh, we just spoke about the supercars and For AFL fans, the JLT Community Preseason Series, the Lions are taking on the Swans at the Morton Bay Sports Complex. Get up there and have a look at that. Uh, see the number one draft pick, Cam Rayner, who is going to be an out-and-out superstar in action uh, for the Brisbane Lions. Charlie Cameron, their new recruit as well, will be playing today. So uh, exciting times for Lions fans. But it's really, uh, we know the biggest game in town is NRL, Margot, and the biggest name in NRL is Wally Lewis. And the King, it was good enough to have a chat with me at the Channel 9 rugby NRL season launch on Wednesday, and uh, we're going to play part two of that chat coming up next. This is the Dead Set Legends, Triple M. That's the divinals on Brisbane's 104.5 Triple M. And this is the Dead Set Legend, Sam Hargreaves, Margot Parker. Tops of 29 today and we could get some rain as well. So look out for that if you're out on the road. Speaking of what's happening on the roads and this massive story about what's going on with the airbags, uh, 2.3 million defective airbags in Australia. We're going to get Russell White to take us through it from Driver Safety Australia very shortly. But Margot uh, caught up with Wally Lewis at the Channel 9 NRL launch during the week and he was uh, nice enough to sit down and have a really wide-ranging chat. I thought it was just going to be a really short, sharp, quick, Predictions for the year, but he really opened up on a lot of issues around rugby league and what his thoughts were on how this could be a, a big year. Um, we heard part one earlier where he tipped the Melbourne Storm to, to win the Premiership uh, and a few other things. And I started uh, the second part of this chat by asking him who was going to win Origin. The King, Wally Lewis, just a great chat. He really opened up on a whole range of issues and, you know, and was really strong in in the opposition to State of Origin going to Adelaide. He's a big fan for a team in Perth, as you heard then. And it was just wonderful getting that time one-on-one with him. And I had the pleasure of meeting his lovely wife, Jackie. If she's not the world's nicest human, I don't know who is.
1: They're just a really lovely family yep. in general. I mean, Jackie's beautiful. Wally, very kind, as yep. we heard, you know, with his time. Um, you know, and Lincoln Lewis. Everybody loves Lincoln from home and away. And, you know, Mitch yep. and uh, James. Lee, their daughter. Just a really, really lovely family, the Lewis.
0: Yeah, so we really appreciate uh, Wiles' time. He had a lot to do at the Channel 9 NRL launch and uh, I also caught up with Joey Johns. We're going to hear that chat. So from a Queensland immortal to a New South Wales immortal, a man that's broken the hearts of Queenslanders on a few occasions but always interesting to get his thoughts uh, on the game and he's going to give us his 2018 season predictions you've locked in Michael Morgan for us for after 11.30 but up next we do need to have a chat to Russell White from Driver Safety Australia 2.3 million defective airbags getting around at the moment he'll explain what's going on there for us uh, and it's an interview and a chat that you don't want to miss this is Dead Set Legends Triple M 2018 season predictions from immortal Joey Johns is coming up next. And after that, Margot has secured an interview with a man that just signed a massive five year contract, Michael Morgan coming up as well. Brisbane's own powder finger on the Dead Set Legends, 104.5. Triple M, Sam Hargraves, Margot Parker, Michael Morgan uh, still to join us to talk about his new five-year deal that keeps him at the Cowboys uh, until he's about the age of 31, 32. Uh, And we're going to be speaking to comedian Luke Heggie before the end of the show. Brisbane Comedy Festival on at the moment, brisbanecomedyfestival.com. He is one of the best up-and-coming comedians in Australia. Very, very funny. We're going to chat to him about his show, Tip Rat, uh, coming up just before the end of the show, but uh, Margot, I told as I said a few times, we've both gone off and got interviews for the mm. show this week. Uh, you got a, just a compelling uh, chat with Rachel Thiday, which we heard exclusive. earlier exclusive. Exclusive, where she yeah, revealed
1: original. What did she reveal? That Sam's going to become a stripper after he retires.
0: That's huge news, <laughs> and we will be sending that out to all the other media outlets. Uh, <laughs> I was able to get a chat with uh, Wally Lewis, uh, which we heard uh, a little earlier uh, at the Channel 9 NRL season launch. And, uh, I, and I managed to wrangle a chat with Joey Johns, um, an immortal. And I know, why well, we want to chat that bloody New South Wales. So he is still an immortal of the game. And I was interested to get his thoughts on a lot of Queensland-style issues and his big predictions for season 2018. So I started just by asking him what's the one thing, and remember Wally said referees, what's the one thing that the NRL need to get right so it's a successful season 2018? Short and sharp from Joey, just uh, the one word answers, but still very insightful. And in case you're wondering what his predictions were, he's tipping the Cowboys to win it. While he, of course, tipped the Storm. He, he tipped uh, Cameron Smith to win the Daly M. Cullen Ponga to be the, the next big rising star. Mel Meninga he'd like to see as the next Immortal. And interesting, Margot, talking about there definitely should be a second team in Brisbane, is his view, and then another team in Queensland around the Central Coast. That was, I reckon that was an, a really interesting take out of that chat.
1: Yeah. Well, all I got was that you were surprised by the fact that Cameron Smith's going to win the Dally M again. I think your response was. Wow.
0: Well, I just, I, I, for some reason, I just didn't think that that would be the way that he, he would go with that. So I was just uh, really interested in a lot of his answers. And I loved his response to the question that the headline he doesn't want to read is just anything with himself or his brother Maddie in it.
1: <laughs> well, that's always a guarantee. Um, I'm disappointed to hear that the Broncos haven't um, been put forth um, as front runners in the competition. I think that this is their year. It's been a long time coming. Um, last night, watching the lineup at the launch, I think there's a lot of potential in that team. Um, you know, there's been a few changes. We've lost a couple, but we've gained a Few um, new names and faces, and you know I think that um, you know they're they're ready for it, and I think Darius Boyd um, is the one to take them there um, again this year. Um, so I, you know, I'm I'm going to say I want to see the Broncos in the mix for that final two.
0: Well, I think we'd love to see the Broncos there, and you're right, nobody is tipping them to even make the grand final, let alone to win it. And I think that will suit Wayne down to the ground, um, that they can just maybe fly under the radar. And uh, he did say at the uh, Courier-Mail season launch of the day that there's always extra pressure with the Broncos because the expectation of being in, you know, the second biggest NRL market in Brisbane uh, and being the only team in it, you sort of carry the hopes of the city with you. Um, So I think he'll like the fact that none of the experts um, are, are tipping them.
1: But at the same time, it's nice to have the city behind you.
0: Yeah, so I think the whole city's behind them. Creates the um, confidence too for, just, uh, for them. I think people are really just impressed with the Cowboys because they got to that grand final last year without arguably their two best players or two of their best players in JT and Matt Scott. That's a phenomenal effort. Those guys are both back now. They've added Jordan McLean. We might actually ask Michael Morgan about how he thinks their chances are. You've been very good again by using your contacts to tee up a chat with Michael Morgan. Five million for five years, the rumoured amount and the rumoured length of his latest contract with the Cowboys. We're going to speak to him next on the Dead Set Legends, Triple M. Almost time for us to say goodbye. Sam Hargrove's Margot Parker here with you for another Saturday. Uh, The return to the airwaves of Scott Men's coming up after this, just to play you uh, all the songs that you love. We're very much looking forward to his dulcet tones. The Men's are back in action on Triple M. Uh, But this is the biggest thing happening in Brizzy at the moment. This event is fantastic, and we're really proud to be partners with the Brisbane Comedy Festival, brisbanecomedyfestival.com. And great to have this bloke back in his hometown. The show is called Tip Rat, and seasoned fans will not be disappointed. Expect more adult themes and foul language all Luke asks is for no low breeds, please. Uh, yeah. Luke Heggie, uh, who are we referring to with uh, as low breeds? Oh, pretty much everyone. Just a, <laughs> just standard sort of,
3: you know, if you're not exactly like me, you're probably, probably not going to like it. So, um, <laughs> it does thin, thin out the herd a bit, but yeah, just just uh, dickheads. Plenty of them around.
0: Fair Infinity, enough. In fact. And what about the name Tip Rat? Where did that come from, the name of your show, which is happening now at the Brisbane Powerhouse till Sunday the 4th of March, brisbanecomedyfestival.com for tickets?
3: Uh, it's just a good old-fashioned Aussie term, back when you could whack toads with a with a golf club and that sort of thing. It's a, I remember it being said a lot throughout my childhood. It was, it, was a, it was a classic old insult, which is not really rude anymore, so straight in. I, like I just it. like the sound of it. It's pretty good.
1: You've been around for a few, few years now, Luke, um, and uh, last year you headed over and made your international uh, success in London. How was that, performing at the Soho Theatre? Was that a moment in your career that you were pretty proud of?
3: Oh, yeah, it's pretty good. Like, no-one knows who you are or anything, so it's a bit low-key, but... Um, Get away oh, with them. When people turned up, it was good. I had a good time. I had to sort of de ozify my act a little bit, although some, some Aussies living over there came, but, uh you know, you have to take out a few of the... Like, you couldn't say tip Rat over there, I wouldn't think, that sort of language, but, um yeah, no, they're great. Yeah,
1: Not the British sense it. of humour is a little different to the Australian sense of humour. How, how, uh, how do they respond to it?
3: Oh, I had a great time. They actually respond better to the stuff that's real dark, because, uh, you know, you talk about... <laughs> Talk about bashings and
0: murders here. People turn up their noses, but um, <laughs> over there they happen all the time. So you uh, say what you want. Good, clean, wholesome But that's their oh, humour, yeah. like Monty Python <laughs> and things like that always had that sense of macabre about it. So yeah, they do yeah, sort of love that stuff.
3: Oh, they do. It's great. I had a good time. I'm hoping to go back this year. We'll see what happens.
0: Well, take us through uh, this show, mate. Tip Rat, you're a Brizzy boy. Can we expect any um, reminiscing on your childhood in Brisbane?
3: Oh, I mean, I'm I'm doing a bit of that during the day. Right now, I'm walking around the streets. I've got a I've got a girl's bike. and I'm walking through the valley, which uh, <laughs> which would have got you beaten up back when I was growing up here, but not anymore. Everyone's saying, "Excuse me," that sort of thing. Um, need a haircut. Can't find a bloody Stephen Hair anywhere. <laughs> so, uh, used to be on every corner. So, a lot of things it's changed. I don't get back here that much, but it's. Uh, it's come a long way, Brisbane. There's, there's like people on the streets and stuff now. I used to be able to, <laughs> used to be able to have a running. It's not right an old country town
0: anymore. No, not really. It's good. What's the biggest thing that you think has changed in Brizzy since you've uh, since you've been living here or since you moved away?
3: Oh, I don't know. Just a what constant cranes in the sky. There's that. There's um. <laughs> well, there's good, there's a bunch of good cultural things happening here now, such as this one we're a part of, which is pretty cool. But people used to just. Scrub Brisbane off the map a bit when they came in international acts, but uh, not anymore. They're all amongst us. Everyone's out. It's good.
0: What suburb did you grow up in? In Luke,
3: uh, around Indrapilly.
0: Oh, you're in Indo- we See, we we spoke to Matt O'Kine the other day, and mm-hmm. he was the same. Grew up in Indrapilly. Were you? Uh, yeah, he grew
3: up just up the road from me, actually. Were you mates growing up? No, no, no. He's a lot younger than me. Okay. But, uh, so you didn't get yeah. to
1: uh, experience any of his parties at the bottom of the stairs there near the Indroop Bridge he was telling us about last week? He used no. to have bag parties <laughs> uh, bag under park. a bridge. I was
3: out there, Max. I've, I've done a fair bit of that sort of thing myself in my youth, but uh, no. <laughs> no, I wasn't there.
0: Well, mate, uh, looking forward to seeing this show. Uh, Luke Heggie, the show is called Tip Rat. Uh, tickets at BrisbaneComedyFestival.com. Now until Sunday the 4th of March. Thanks so much for giving me some time this morning, mate, and great to have you back home.
3: Thank you very much.
0: See you around. Luke Heggie, you can catch him Turbine Studio at the Brisbane Powerhouse, Brisbane Uh, This bloke is incredibly funny. He's as dry as a chip, and, uh, and there is going to be some very sordid stuff that you'll hear. <laughs> and if you haven't seen it yet, just check it out online. There's some ripping material. A very, very funny man indeed. Hey, Margot, that's it for us. It is. I'm surprised
1: you haven't got a gig at the uh, Brisbane Comedy Festival, Sam.
0: Maybe next year you'll have to put an entry in. It's very hard when you're the only person that laughs at your jokes.
1: (laughs) Hey, I always laugh at your jokes. you're very polite.
0: Yeah, you're very, very polite. (laughs) What are you up to this weekend, please?
1: Uh, Nothing. I'm having the weekend off, I've decided. Uh, Well, no, actually, that's a lie. I'm going to Josh Maguire's birthday party tonight. It's his birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Josh Maguire.
0: Happy birthday to Josh Maguire. He was actually on the plane with us uh, on the way down and came to the NRL launch. So it was good to catch up with him. And he's very, very excited about the Broncos prospects this season.
1: Yeah, well. It um, it looks to be a big one. Like I said, the lineup looks outstanding. You know, we've got some really great new buys and um, it's going to be an an epic year. So I'm looking forward to a few drinks tonight. can relax, let my hair down, there'll be no bad interviews um, <laughs> and then I'm going to enjoy hopefully some beautiful sunny weather by my pool with my kids having a great Sunday.
0: I like it. Uh, if you're in the mood for some sport, don't forget that the Raw are playing at Suncorp Stadium tonight. The Lions are in action for a pre-season game at the Moreton Bay Sports Complex uh, and the Brisbane Bullets have got their MVP award on tonight too, which uh, I'm going to head along to that one. Uh, but don't miss next week, of course, the NRLC season kicks off Thursday night uh, the Broncos taking on the St. George uh, of course Ben Hunt the big pre, one of the mm. there's so many big preseason moves he was one of them that went uh, obviously from the Broncos to St. George on a massive, massive contract. So the season gets underway Thursday night. We'll be back on Saturday. Ray Rabs-Warren is going to give us his 2018 season predictions. You don't want to miss that chat. And Jonathan Thurston as well will be on the show. Uh, but we'll let you go. Enjoy your weekend. Marto, Robin and the Moon Man back from 5.30am on Monday morning. Have a great and safe weekend. This has been the Dead Set Legends, Triple M.